0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom, Milwaukee, its staff or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. All <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha, ha ha! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting
2: Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning everybody and welcome, as John said, to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors where we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. on 1250 a.m. or 105.7 FM The Fan. Welcome Danny, good morning. Hello good, Greg. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody today? Just peachy.
3: Uh, not bad. <laughs> Just kind of sitting here, one looking around. I, I where's the headset?
2: Oh yeah, you need a headset. Uh, you no, know, no big deal. I'll tell you, boy, was it foggy this morning coming in, huh? It was a little fog. Must Real have been foggy. really foggy out by you, yeah. Real foggy. But, uh, two lanes of the uh, of forty five going south were closed. The two left lanes, so I had to get off going to Madison, and then turn around on uh on 108th street on highway 100 where are the lanes is it construction (laughs) they're working on stuff they did this last week too and only this time they kind of fooled you they closed off the two left lanes and all of a sudden you're in a lane going to madison (laughs) (laughs) it's like wait a minute i don't want to go to madison (laughs) oh yeah the construction
3: will go on forever
2: yeah yeah well another year i guess but uh but yeah, if anybody out driving today, you gotta be careful if they're going out this morning. It it is quite foggy Speaking out.
3: Speaking of careful, you probably don't want to be driving on any
2: lakes right now. Oh no, and it's slippery out there. Oh, those lakes are slippery. Got to put the uh, um, <sighs> put the cleats on. Oh, you betcha.
3: <laughs> In fact, I was looking uh, online at the fishing report for Dick Smiths and. Yeah. Didn't really say much other than be careful, <laughs> wear, <laughs> wear cleats, and don't drive a truck. I didn't really see anything about fishing, um, <laughs> and uh, the DNR report kind of the same, kind of the same thing. Now later today, I I'm g- we are going to try and get some uh, some fishing reports. We'll call uh, our old friend uh, Sean Gillis at Fish Addiction, we haven't talked to him in a long time. And mm-hmm. we'll call up to the Wolf Pack up in Sheboygan. Haven't talked to those guys for a while, and. Uh-huh. Hopefully get some information on what those guys have been doing. I really don't know what they've been doing, if they have a report or not, but we'll try getting a hold of them. Uh, 799-1250, if anybody has any reports, they can give us a call. Out out by Pewaukee today, uh, I believe it's the Lunkers Unlimited um, Fisheries going to go on today, Um, so that'll be a pretty good one. Even if you're not out fishing, they should have lots of raffles, and they got good food at the waterfront. And I went out there, Tom, and yeah. uh, drove out to uh, Monkey Island by the waterfront. All these shanties are pulled off and parked. They are? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Filling up the parking lot.
2: Oh, I believe it. Filling yeah. up.
3: And then there were a couple shanties that were just off the landing, just about 100 yards out, that somebody didn't pull off. And at this point, I don't think you'd be
2: able to pull a truck out there to pull them off. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I can see people pulling off the big shanties. I mean, I, last... Uh... Last week Sunday out out by Pike Lake, there were loads of shannies, uh, trucks and cars out on the ice. Now that was last week Sunday. But this week with the warm weather and all the rain that we've had, uh yeah, it's yeah, I mean it's one thing to be able to walk out there. You can walk out there. In in most areas you can walk out But whether or not, I mean, I wouldn't have a big old shanty. I mean, one of those little pole shanties, you know, one of those light ones, that'd be fine. But as far as those big shanties or driving out there, no way, uh uh-uh. Well, some of these, I looked at some of
3: these shanty Tom slash condos that are sitting there on Mm -hmm. trailers in the parking lot. I mean, guys, some of these guys spend no... No, leave no stone unturned when they're spare no expense building these deluxe
2: shanties. Oh my God! There's a problem though with that, and because years ago cost money. No, one of my brother-in-laws, uh, and his his brother, they had extra building materials left over, so they built a eight by ten shanty with a gabled roof. It it had a fold down table. It was a seven holer. Fold-down table. In the corners, there was a room. There was an area for the generator. And in one of the corners, there was a TV. The other corner was a a microwave. I'm telling you, this place was like uh, the Taj Mahal of shanties, right? It was awesome. But we had to wait until there was... We had to rent a flatbed trailer and get about six guys to take it out on the ice. And you had to wait until there was enough ice. So we had to wait until, like, January, right? right? Then... You could only have it out there for about six weeks or so because you had to have enough ice to take that big old flatbed out there to get it off the ice. It wasn't out long enough. you know, Because you I always agree. had enough ice. Oh, 110%, I yeah. agree. It, 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 yeah, it was great up when on it was the, out. Up but, on Lake of
3: the Woods yeah. or somewhere way up north, great. Yeah. Where you can have it out there for a long time. Yeah, for
2: a couple but, months but or more. But for down
3: here, I think uh. – Unless you're retired and got nothing better to do with your time than get a shanty on, those and real and...
2: nice pop-ups are are those are nice. Yeah, those are. Who do you got I, on the I line, agree. Greg? Greg's got somebody calling. We have Tex with the fishing report. Oh, okay. Hey, Good morning, Tex. Tex.
0: Good morning, guys. Nice soupy mess all over Wisconsin and Illinois today. Yeah. Huh? How do you
2: like driving in this crapola?
0: <laughs> well, you just hope that uh, somebody's not going 40 when you're coming up on them doing 60.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah,
0: but anyway, I just wanted to give you a heads up on uh, Winnebago and Boygan there uh, for fishing. Uh, uh, Winnebago is doing really, really good for white bass, and then uh, you can get a hundred fish one day, and the next day you can't find them for nothing. But for the most part, it's been really good for white fish, or I mean white bass uh, down on the east northeast, southeast side, Brotherton, Pipe. Mm-hmm. But Brotherton just pulled their, uh, just shut down their uh, ramp to get on, so you. You pretty much got to use ATV or, you know, no trucks.
2: Gotcha. You you. What do you mean? Run. The the ice is kind of fading from the shoreline. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So they the fishing club at Brotherton actually shut theirs down, so you can't even get on there. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, so yeah, trucks. You don't you don't stay away from. It was good Monday, but you know it went downhill real quick. Yeah. But I'm not so sure that the. Uh, Uh, cold enough weather here in the near future is going to be enough for the sturgeon spearing. You know, I was
2: just going to ask you, you know, it's like we're going to need some cold weather. Otherwise, that sturgeon spearing season is going to be a big bust. Well,
0: another thing, too, I was on the north end on Waverly Beach where they usually will register a lot of them, and there's a huge uh, pressure crack and uh, ice shoves over there, so they actually have that all plowed off where you can't even drive on and off. And uh, over on Poigan, uh, over by Indian Point, there's a big three-foot crack, uh, so you can't even drive off over there. That's that's over by that Boom Bay area, just right? So I have fish. Wow. been good for white, uh, not quite as good, but fair for white bass. But mm-hmm. uh, walleye still down this year. So.
2: Well, next week we have uh, the DNR sturgeon expert calling in next week. Uh, I think he'll be at a little before seven or a little after seven, whatever. and He'll give us more of a rundown next week.
3: I wonder, would they just cancel that? Uh, would they actually cancel the Sturgeon season if it were dangerous? you might. I'm just wondering uh, whether they'd just shut it down and say no.
0: Well, you, you just wonder, especially for like a couple of my buddies drew tags for the uh, oh, uh up River. Sturgeon Spearing up there on the Poygan. Oh. And, you know, and it takes eight years now. Eight, I, well, It's down yeah. up to 10 years to get get a tag now for Poygan, for the waiting list, so. But they wouldn't be too happy. I, I tell you a funny story. They actually, uh, these buddies, they got their uh, they got their tag. Well, they forgot to get their license for the sturgeon, and so uh, they called the DNR and they said, "Well, you're out of luck. It's it's too late." Well, here they went on the computer, and the computer system still screwed up, and so they
2: were able to actually get their sturgeon tag. The sturgeon <laughs> afterwards, they did so an they end did around the on the DNR. They still
3: they still <laughs> got one, even though they said they're sold out.
2: Well, uh,
0: well, as far as going and buying them at the store and all that, yeah. right. you know, it's a DNR even also. Yeah, it's past the deadline, can't get one. Well, they went on a computer and were able to get one. Yeah, good, good
3: for them. That, well, yeah, it'd be a shame because, it, it, Tom, like he said, it takes forever. Yeah. To, it took my brother eight years, Tex, and he did get a sturgeon last year, and then he told me to start putting in, and of course, I forgot to put in by the deadline this year, like I always forget to put in by Five, deadlines. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, last Monday, the clarity was just horrible, and with all this runoff, it's just going to be horrible. Even if you can do it this year, so you're not missing nothing this year, that's for sure.
2: Wow. Well, Tex, so, thanks for calling and giving giving us those updates. We appreciate it. I'm sure our listeners yeah. appreciate it too.
0: Yeah. I would, if you don't know anything about Winnebago, you better you better stay stay away.
2: So. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey,
0: hey. Guys, do ask the sturgeon guy, uh, uh, the DNR guy, about what they're going to do for registering fish on the north end of the lake. Will
2: you? All right, we'll we'll try to Morse remember that end of the lake. Okay, we're, we're old, we forget I'm easy. Writing <laughs> I'm, I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down right now. Bushy's writing it down. Well, Tom doesn't forget. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll email you guys so you have a good the
3: computer. All right. <laughs> well, don't hold your breath on that one either, Tex. All right, thanks.
2: I know. Thanks, right, Tex. Bye. See ya. Bye okay, now. Bye. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people will tell me things, you know, don't forget this, don't forget that. I forget! You, you know, know? <laughs> what? That's like a guaranteed mental
3: block when you, you uh, say you're getting ready to go do something, go somewhere, and you go, oh yeah, don't forget this. Yeah. Or don't forget that. That's like a for sure mental block that you've just you're put in your head it. that you're going to forget yeah. it for sure.
2: That's why I like stuff. Guaranteed. Stuff to bring to the radio show. Instead of telling myself the night before, oh, don't forget to get that and this, like if I got to go downstairs and get something or whatever. No, I get it ahead of time and I put it on the kitchen table with my car keys right there so I I, I know I got to grab my car keys so I got to grab whatever's under it too. Yeah, otherwise I'll forget stuff
3: like You know, uh, Tex mentioned uh, an area called Boom Bay mm-hmm. and uh, one of the best pike fishing days I've ever had was actually up. With my brother Tim by Boom Bay years ago, um, and it was spring, and it was uh, first ice out or early. I think it was before the general fishing season starts in May, I believe. And we got a bunch of a uh, bunch of nice pike on uh, dead bait on yeah, smelt there yeah. back in the day. And I've never been back, hmm. but there were quite a few quite a few fishing. It was interesting, Tom. They'd follow baits, but they wouldn't hit them, but they'd hit the dead bait smelt. Now, had I been using, employing jerkbait technology like the uh, suspending husky jerk, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would have that would have worked. But yeah. at that time, I, I don't don't even think the husky jerks were even out. This was years and years ago. Over, geez. Well, this is maybe twenty five. I'm getting old. My nephew, my nephew was like one year old at the time, and he's got to be twenty five now. He's a grown man. He's a grown. He's a grown ass man now. Wait a second. You know how long that was? Yeah. All, all I know is I remember I, uh, I, I, I went fishing with my brother that day, and uh, he's he's out there with me, and he says, "Yeah, Lori's kind of upset with me." I said, "Why?" She, he goes, "Well, I told her I'm fishing with you today, and she had something else planned." And he says, I told her, I've been fishing with Dan before I married you. I'll be fishing with Dan when I'm married to you and after I'll be fishing with Dan. (laughs) And then I thought, you know what? I don't want to be the cause of any kind of marital disharmony, right?
2: She's going to be mad at you. Yeah, I'm going to be the bad guy. (laughs) You're going to be the bad
3: guy. But they just had their uh, anniversary. Yeah, I think it was 30th anniversary or something like that. Yeah, so they've been a long time, sister-in-law, brother in law okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so all that fishing didn't, and now you call her up. It's funny. Call her up. Where's Tim? Uh, let me put my head out the door. Uh, I don't see his car. I don't know. He might have went fishing.
2: <laughs> she don't even know. Uh,
3: yeah, he doesn't. Well, she go. I got the cell phone, so you can't call him. I don't know. They don't even know where, and she doesn't worry about it either. She doesn't. And then the one time he's laying on the couch, and he was catching walleye from shore up there. He has a hot spot in the spring. And he's laying on the couch after work, and she says, uh, Hey, we're out of walleyes. He goes, Yeah, what? You think maybe you can go get some walleyes? He's like, Well, okay. He got up and forced to go fishing <laughs> and catch some walleye. So what a wow. change from years ago.
2: I'll say. Well, we got our first break coming up. We've got to pay a few bills here at the old Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. You're listening to Dan and Tom. Greg's on the boards. 799 uh, 1250 is the phone number. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. We'll be right back with more on 1057 FM. The Fan.
3: Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you from the Interstate Heating Studios. And, uh, Tom, uh, I had heard that uh, Tony Orlando was performing at our uh, Trump's inauguration. He's still alive? And that's the first thing I said. I said, <laughs> is that guy still alive? <laughs> and I remember as a kid, Tony Orlando and Don. Yeah. Now, who was Don actually? Was Don actually some... Some broad, or was that some? Uh, uh, <laughs> was that his dog, or what? No, it Tony was Orlando some woman and dog. And yeah, Don, no,
2: no Don was—I don't know if that was his girlfriend or what. I don't Dawn? know. where's Don then? Yeah, I don't know, but I just thought I'd let you know that uh, Walt Cook—is yeah. that how you pronounce the last name? Cook. Cook. Yeah, Walt yeah, yeah. Cook from uh, Walleyes Unlimited Ice Jamboree will be calling us at six thirty-five. He'll be on the air, and then we've got two guys coming in. At 7 o'clock, our old friends, Corey and Dan, just like you said, Corey and Dan, will be coming in today. What at, happened to Ryan? I don't know. <laughs> They'll be coming in at, the, those two guys will be coming in from Water's Edge Boat Club. They're going to be coming in at 7 o'clock, and they're going to be hanging around the show, talking with us and that. So we got a number of people, you know, things going on. You know, you said about how your, your brother's wife never knew where he was when he was out fishing and all that. Now it's, she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, and he now, doesn't know where she eats. Yeah. she is either. He goes, well, I, I yeah. don't know. Lori's car is gone. <laughs> well, my wife's not just like the, some people yeah. that got a GPS up yeah. the other's fingers well, so they know where they are at all my, moments. My wife, she she's just the opposite. When I'm going fishing, she wants to know what lake I'm going to, and I say, well, we don't know yet. You know, the launch could be full or something, but we're going out west, and we're going to stop at either here, here, here. And I always say, why do you got to know? She says, but because in case you don't come back, I want to tell the police what lake to start looking for you at. Tell the truth, Tom. <laughs> You're
3: such a creep. You're Lake X, even with your wife. You won't even tell. <laughs> he won't even tell his wife where he's going. It's always Lake X.
2: No, she, she, she don't even know where these lakes are. She don't know nothing about but, well, yeah, but, but she's got to know, what lake are you going to? Well, you know, because sometimes you know how it is when you're going out. You don't know for sure. Yeah, I know. You're you know? driving and you're like... Um, or you could go to one lake and then after a couple hours say, oh, screw this Like, let's go to the other one, you know, and then go someplace else. It's kind of like when you're on
3: the lake, you'll be motoring across, headed for one spot, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you'll take a U-turn and think, wait a sec, i I'm yeah. going over here instead. Yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. So anyway, geez. But I'm wondering what they're going to be doing... With the you know, with the ice fisheries, you know. Well, they'll and still I'll, have all these yeah, ice fisheries. And they'll still have all the raffles it, and everything. It'll you just know? be
3: more sodbusters packed into one bar at one time all day. <laughs> normally normally it'd be it'd be semi where you would have a bunch of people, a few women, and they'd be in there. And then once the the the, the fishing ended and the raffles the, the big raffles began, yeah, yeah. that's when you'd have all the sodbusters pack into the yeah, bar, yeah. and you can't even move through there. Yeah, yeah. Now it's you, gonna you'd, be, be, might be all jammed all day. It'd yeah. be all jammed. Yeah, you can't even move. Probably in
2: there. good for good for Curlys. Oh, Curlys, <laughs> they're gonna love it. I just wish they
3: <laughs> maybe put on a few more bartenders at that time because you see them running their tails off. Yeah, they're they're really good. Their service is great, and they really. But you know, one thing I found out, Tom, mm. I've gone. To, places and you feel sorry, oh, there's only one person back there. There should be two. Do you realize a lot of those bartenders like it that way because they get all the tips? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I never realized. Yeah. I always thought That's that, true. oh, I'd be pulling my hair. I'd go crazy back there. Yeah. You know. And then I find out that, no, they like it that way because then they can get all the money themselves, mm-hmm. which is kind of a ripoff for us, the consumer, because you're the one who has to wait longer for service. Because the person who owns the place is too cheap to pay another person. And the person who's there is too cheap to not want any help so they can get all the tips.
1: I work in the service industry okay, for tell my us. other job. Tell me and what you think. When you're in the weeds, you you are pulling your hair out. And you wish you had that extra help. But at the end of the day, when you're counting that, that tip the jar, you're you're... You're feeling pretty good. You're happy. Okay. But it is not just a, a small local tavern owners that don't want to pay another person for help. I work for a large corporation who- Careful now, don't get in trouble with the big the, boss yeah. there, the big corporation. I work for a large corporation be listening. who looks at labor more than they look at everything else. They and do. they're a multi- billion dollar So they're cheap as far as hiring a bunch of people? Oh yeah. They'll they'll have these people hired but the minute that it's slow slow, you're out the door and it doesn't matter what kind of rush comes in because oh we have management that can come back and help you but where's management? They're nowhere to be found. (laughs) They never help you And, 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 and did you
3: hear what he said Tom? He said he said in interesting term you said when you're in the weeds you're pulling your hair out. Is that what you call it when you're back in the thick of things, working hard, you're in the weeds? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Oh, wow. about that. Oh, okay. I'll remember that. Yeah. I, when I when I'm at Sherpers in the weeds.
3: <laughs> in the weeds, I kind of Oh. Well, that's kind of like in the thick of things,
2: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In the thick of things, yeah. And weeds yeah, can in be the weeds, thick, yeah. Fishermen should be using yeah. that term. I got to remind everybody who's not on the Sherpers mailing list. Uh, Sherpers has got the twenty percent off on of all ice fishing accessories stale, All lures and accessories for ice fishing. And one thing about Sherpers is that they won't be undersold. If if you if there's an ad for something that Sherpers has, uh, that's lower than twenty percent off, they'll match it. You don't have to drive around. You can go right to Sherpers. They'll match it it's no big deal. Yeah. Real quick before we yeah. go to break. We yeah. had
1: a caller wondering uh wanted you to mention the name of who fixed your garage door.
2: Oh, JJ's uh his name is JJ, but it's Jiffy Overhead Doors. And if you go on the website uh Jiffy Overhead Door. That's what you, or no, Jiffy Door. i sorry. That's the website jiffydoor.com. jiffydoor.com. That's the website. And uh JJ great guy, does a great job. And he's very fair price. Matter of fact, he's lowered in all the big places. He's uh he's a one man show that guy. His dad helps him though. His dad'll be out. His dad's retired and he'll come out and help him. I mean JJ's no kid, you know, but still sometimes it's nice to have an extra pair of hands giving you giving you a little hand there. So uh yeah, Jiffy door.com that's the place to go does a great job anyway we got to go to a quick break when we come back we got the gut report and then we will be talking to uh walt cook from walleyes unlimited about their ice jamboree coming up next week so we'll be right back with more at the midwestern shooter supplies cutting edge outdoors on 1057 fm the fan and now here's greg come here i'm gonna eat you I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by v Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, today's an easy gut report. Bechamel sauce. It is so easy to make, and I like making a roasted garlic bechamel sauce. Bechamel. You can, it, here's the easiest thing you can do. Three tablespoons of butter. Melt it. Three tablespoons of flour. Put it in there. Cook it for a minute or two until so it starts bubbling in that. Add two cups of milk. Mix it until it's nice and thickened, and you've already roasted your garlic in the oven and you squeeze that roasted garlic in and with a whisk, you just whisk it up, a little salt and pepper, you're good to go with your own bechamel sauce. Easiest thing in the world to do, and you can put it on just a well, there's a lot of things you can use it with. Use your own imagination when you're doing it. The gut report was brought to you by VMar Cheesy Produce. When quality counts, you can count on VMar cheesy produce. Insist on the best. Quality you can only find at v Marchese Produce. You can visit them at vmarcheasy.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service, at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee, and Main Street and Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com.
4: Come here, I'm going to eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my
2: belly! And now we have Mike Edsel on the line from Walleyes Unlimited. Got their big ice fishery next week. I hope there's enough ice. Let's talk to Mike. Good morning, How you Mike. Doing today? Hey. We're hey. doing good, man. We're good. So you hoping for a little cold weather next week?
5: Uh, actually, I'm with the Southern Wisconsin Muskie Expo.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got my stuff mixed up here. <laughs> but, but I, I so, are you, so what do you think are you wanting some cold weather for some ice there oh yeah. boy I'm sorry Mike I I got these papers and emails mixed up you know that's just the way I am okay yeah the Southern Wisconsin Muskie Expo it's going to take place on January 27th 28th and 29th out at the Waukesha Expo and uh, you got a lot of stuff out there this year don't you
5: yes we do it's a new show it's our first year down in this area uh, we've been running a show similar to this up in Wausau for the past six years.
2: Right, yeah, when it's we've been talking about the Wausau everything. show every year, yeah.
5: Yep, yep. Everything musky.
2: Nothing all. but, huh? Kind of yep. like this show, all fishing, all hunting, all the time. <laughs> there you
3: go. <laughs> so, speakers, are you, do you have a lineup of speakers? Yes, uh, what...
5: we, do. we have we have seminar speakers every day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Everything from local guys down in your area. I'm actually up in northern Wisconsin myself. Okay. Hall, some Hall of Fame speakers. I have Tony Rizzo coming down the street. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russ Smitty Smith. Both of them gentlemen are just excellent, excellent
2: speakers. Not both only that, the Hall they're of fame. Yeah. No. Not only that, but they're both really nice guys. And very, very nice. Yeah, guys. they really are. Yeah. Yeah, I've but known. Yeah, I've yeah, I've known ahead. those guys for many years. Yeah, they're good guys. Yeah.
5: And I said we will have speakers every day. Uh, if anybody's interested in checking out our seminars, they can go to our website, www.southernwisconsinmuskie.com, and hit the seminar list, and you can find out the times everybody's speaking at.
2: Great. And then uh, Friday, the first 200 attendees get a, a free musky lure.
5: This is true. With The first 200, Friday, we'll get a muskie lure. Also, uh, the, the first 200, one person will win a free muskie rod also. Oh, wow. Compliments of hook-look lures, and that is actually going to happen every day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Somebody will win a musky rod out of the first two hundred. Mm-hmm. And also on Sunday, we're going to be giving away free musky leaders.
2: And that's to the so first two hundred people again. The first
5: two hundred people mm-hmm. through the door. Yep, yeah. we're giving the house away. <laughs> we're giving everything <laughs> away. Because
2: you 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 also have you know the tackle manufacturers, retailers, resorts, uh, different boat companies, factory reps. You got a lot and a lot of guides there that you can you know walk up to their booth and talk to them, right? Yes.
5: Yeah, yep. Most of the tackle retailer shops in there, and a lot of basement builders. The gentlemen are also guides, so just mm-hmm. about most of my vendors are involved with the guide one way or another.
2: You know, that's that's kind of nice when you go to one of these shows like this, like your show, is that when you got these people right there, it's kind of like you get your own mini seminar one on one. You know, right? Yep. You know, right. you can you can talk to them, you know, and and they'll and and, and these guys are pretty uh, pretty forthcoming with their information. You know,
3: yeah, go yeah. pick up up a beer at the concession stand and walk to their booth and keep bringing them, and sooner or later you'll find out everything. Got to got to get some the spending and the talking fluid. Yeah,
2: in. yeah, you got to yep. prime the pump a little bit.
5: <laughs> hey, uh, what are the out- actually? I- Actually, I won up that. I actually have a beer girl that will be going through the show. Really? Oh, is she hot? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) jeez. way we don't have to walk all the way over to concessions.
3: Hey, (laughs) Hey, that's a brilliant idea. That is a good idea, Mike. That's a genius idea. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, Um, yeah, also, um, what are the hours for our listeners for the show?
5: Uh, On Friday, the show starts at 2 and runs until until approximately 9 o'clock. On Saturday and Sunday, the show starts at 10. Saturday it runs till 6. Sunday it runs till 3. I'd also like to mention that Saturday night after the show, uh, the Wisconsin, excuse me, the Milwaukee chapter of Muskies, Inc., we're throwing a swap meet. It's going to be held at the Machine Shed restaurant. Okay. So if guys got any old lures they want to get rid of or just come in and hang out, Uh, we will be serving free pizza. Come on in, hang out. Uh, You might find some real good deals on some used lures and reels and rods and nets. that'll be at the Machine Shed restaurant starting at 6.30 Saturday night. Okay, so
2: people got to mark their calendars next week, January 27th, 28th, and 29th for the Southern Wisconsin Muskie Expo. And the website, and Muskie is spelled with a Y, and just go to southernwisconsinmuskieexpo.com for all the information as far as, like, what speakers are when and whatever.
5: So yeah, everything's on there. Vendor list on that website. Right. And
2: it's going to be at the Waukesha Expo Center, and there's a lot of musky nuts who know where that is. So oh, yeah. yeah, yep. They'll find it. Well, Mike, thanks for calling in, and uh, we hope you the greatest success next week. Yeah, I look forward well, to seeing you there.
5: Thank you very much, gentlemen, and hopefully we get some ice for the walleye guys. Yeah, I'll right. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Mike. You right, take gentlemen. it easy. Thank you.
2: That Good was coming. Mike Etzel from uh, Wisconsin Muskie Expo. I... <laughs> I got to look back on this uh, computer. No. Right before we took it, Tom, I was looking at this, right? Yeah. Wait a minute. What does it say? Oh, the walleye guys are calling it seven zero five. So I'm sitting here thinking, Tom goes, "It's the walleye guys,"
3: and I'm like, I'm looking at my little notes from last <laughs> oh, night. I'm like walleye seven zero five. Oh, I'm not God. so sure. And then,
2: <laughs> but it was too late. But, but you let me too, go on
3: anyway. Too, too late.
2: You let me do it anyway. It's like we used to do to John. Kind of just like, let him Kind of like, let me just Fresh sink in the quicksand. There he went. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you down. said, I'm have, we have callers, we have yeah. mic calling, <laughs> yeah, and I somebody else. And you said, we have a Mike calling. Yeah, I, uh, and then
3: you brain it on and, the mic? Yeah. No, and I said, no, I did. You, you said, we I, have a mic I calling. You I brain farted. Oh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, I right. That's right, yeah. he, he did. Yeah. You know, <laughs> did, uh, did you get a lot of concussions playing high school football or soccer or anything? When, when
2: I was younger and one about. Eight years ago. Maybe
3: that's causing the early onset dementia here. <laughs> and now I know I got it. So between the two yeah, of I've us, had a couple, we're yeah. really going to have a rough time running this show. <laughs> we can't afford to have more than one guest or call-in per week because oh. we won't be able to keep it straight otherwise.
2: <laughs> wait, oh, Lordy. Wait,
3: we got our first big show of the year lined up and we <laughs> Well, we got more than two people calling, and we're we're all confused conf- here.
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I just I just saw this email. Yeah, Walt's calling <laughs> at seven o five. We got our time straight here. <laughs> yeah, and and at seven o'clock, uh, Cory Corey and uh, Dan are coming in from uh, Waters Edge Boat Club. So they'll be here. Now, we're going to go to a break now. And what we're going to do is we need a contestant for... 799-1250. Call now. Yeah, for the Hornschwaggle. Danny's going to ask you three questions. Get two out of the three correct. You will win a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. You want to go to
3: McGuanago, And Bucky's, one of my students at school, again asked me... Oh, yeah. You got any more of those, they call them Slim Jim sticks, because like, I'd give them those cheddar yeah. goose hot sticks, jalapeno cheddar. Yeah. I said, No, man, but if I get any more, he goes, Where do you go for that? I said, Bucky's. And I had to give the kid directions. I don't even think he has a driver's <laughs> license yet. But
2: if he steals a car this weekend, he'll be heading down to Bucky's. <laughs> yeah, when you stop in the bus Bucky's, it smells great. They got more than just meats. They got seafoods, they got sauces, they got all kinds of stuff. You just stop in and uh, say hi to to uh, Mike and his uh, sons and uh, and uh, sometime yeah, and if you want mention that you heard it on the Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's not going to hurt. I don't know if it'll get you a discount well, or not, but if, it won't hurt. If you hurt. got the ten dollar <laughs> card in your hand, then well, they, then, they, then, then, they'll then they'll know. know. they'll know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay, we got a caller calling in, so we got a corn test, and we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors.
3: to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you from the Interstate Heating Studios. We've got our Hornschwaggle segment. And during break, Tom and I were were talking about, you know, maybe they'd put Jordy Nelson out there as a decoy for the game. And Tom said, well, that would only last about a play or two. And I said, yeah. That's when all of a sudden the Falcons would go, wait a second.
2: This is a Hornschwaggle here. (laughs) Yeah, they're Hornschwaggling us. (laughs) He can't run. Well, we got Brian on the line right now to play. Good morning, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey,
0: good morning, guys. You got great intro music.
2: All right, uh, thanks, thank man.
3: You. Yeah, it's you got to get her going here in the morning. Um, anyway, so if it's a horn, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm BSing, just it's hornswoggle. If it's true, then no hornswoggle. Okay, so here we go. Mm-mm-mm. The hodag. The hodeg was a ferocious weasel that once inhabited the northern Wisconsin forests. Hornschwaggle. No Hornschwaggle.
1: Hornschwaggle. Hornschwaggle. Very good. The yeah. Hodeg
3: is a mythical beast. Yep. A Rhinelander. If you're from Rhinelander, they got a big statue as you go up, go up in there. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> the first tip up was invented by Louis Hickenlooper in eighteen fifty. That would be a non-hornswaggle. Nope, that was a hornswaggle. looper. <laughs> he <can> <laughs> but here we go. Okay, you're one out of two. You're one out of two. The walleye pike. Walleyes are sometimes called walleyed pike. Uh, however, they are not actually members of the pike family, so it's kind of a misname for walleyes. Hornswaggle or no-hornswaggle? Uh, that
0: would be a no-hornswaggle. No-hornswaggle. Very All
2: good. Right, good job. Very good. Good one there. Hey, because I'm sure Brian knows that the walleye is a member of the perch family. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. got okay, that.
3: Okay, well, Greg, you'll get your information there. Well, we got that. And we got it already. Yeah,
2: and we're going to be sending you a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages. Have hey, you ever been there?
3: Uh, one
0: time, about a year ago.
2: Well, you got to go again you got, now. now. You got to go. Just watch out for that black
3: ice. Um, yeah. Hey, <laughs> what's your prediction for the Packer game?
0: I I actually, you know what? I have a weird feeling that everybody thinks the Packers are going to lose because of all their injuries in some way. I think that that secondary is going to have a stop in the fourth quarter, and I think uh, Mason Crosby will win it at the end.
2: Okay. Well, I like it. let's hope you're uh, related to Nostradamus. Cheese, that's right. cheese
3: heads worldwide will be reduced, rejoicing.
2: Yeah. All right. Thanks, Brian. Okay, Take okay, care, man. Now. Yeah. Don't we all wish something like that's going to happen? Yes, don't we all. I've heard, you know, listening to sports talk shows here on uh, – you know, on WSSP and 105.7 FM, the fan this week that, uh, you know, there are predictions all over the board, you know, as far as what's got to happen in order for the Packers to win. You know, this guy's got to do this, or this has got to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows until it happens. It could, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I just feel bad that, uh, that a lot of guys are sick, you know, with the flu. I mean, that – granted they're going to go out and play and they get a lot of drugs in them and whatever, a lot of fluids, whatever. They're, but still, you know, having the flu kind of just confuses you a little bit. You well, know what I mean? You're no. not 100%. The, here's the biggest
3: danger, really. The flu, it depends what end it's coming out, Tom. That's true. That's and if you're true. wearing those tight little oh. white pants. Oh, that's not good. And all of a sudden there's a brown spot
2: there. I think I think those guys. are they know so... It, they know it's not for mud no, from mud to mud turf. You know what? They are. They will be so empty in that regard. <laughs> Front or back, they're going to be empty. You know, uh, yeah. they You know, let's just hope it's like one of those twenty-four hour things because I guess they got it yesterday. Greg, is that when you heard about it? Uh, that's the first I heard about it. Well, but it might have had it on Thursday. They, Crosby was sick earlier. Yeah, and There's now like they
1: said Jordy has had it for the last. Two three days, mm. and, and then just came out yesterday that Rogers has it, but apparently it's it's Roger doesn't have it as bad as okay. the other guys do.
2: Yeah, let's just hope it's one of those quick ones, a twenty four hour ones, goes away. The thing you know? is, yeah.
1: these professional athletes. Yeah. They're getting IVs yeah, and they're, exactly. getting, they're, oh, getting they're getting so getting much the, stuff
2: uh, where they can get they can get yeah. it over it quickly. And not only that, but once once they get out there on that field, that adrenaline's gonna be pumping. And adrenaline does a lot for the human body. Makes you go through a lot of things, you know, that you might not have normally done. You know, it's just it's yeah. gonna be pumping in their bodies. So do we have
3: someone on the line there, buddy? We do. All right, who do we got? We have Captain Tyler. Let, let me make sure I pronounce this right, Tyler. Chisholm, is that correct? Yep,
4: that's
2: right.
3: All right. Now, Captain Tyler uh, works for our, our friends, Tom, the Wolf Pack
2: Adventures. You remember oh, Pat yeah. Kelmerton? Oh, yeah. Uh, we I've talked been, to him. Yeah, I've been fishing with him. often.
3: So, so so Tyler, I, I got your website up, and I got your bio here. Here it says, Tyler developed a love for fishing as a young kid and spent hours musky fishing, and now you uh, are a captain and uh, you love the challenge to get the fish that consumes your every thought. Uh, so anyway, uh, just kind of thought we'd get a hold hold of you up there and uh, wondering what is the wolf pack doing this time of year. If you guys got some ice fishing going on, any Lake Michigan stuff still? If you can fill us in.
4: Oh, right now uh, with this warm weather and stuff, we were fishing on the uh, Sheboygan River through the ice for some trout, uh, steelhead, and brown trout, and. Now with this warm weather, that kind of is uh, going to be a little while till we get cold weather. So well, we were catching some nice steelhead and brown trout through the ice up there in Sheboygan, and, um, but mostly we've been targeting panfish and pike through the ice in local lakes here. And the bite's been really, really good all winter long for some very uh, nice crappies and uh, bluegills and a few big pike as well. So... Um, Those fish have been coming in in uh, the basin areas as of right now and uh, deep weed edges, but the fishing's been good all winter long and our ice conditions right now are holding very stable. We have anywhere between 15 to 18 inches of ice on our local lakes and it seems to be holding up really well with this warm weather, so I don't think we're going to have any issue with uh, having to get off the ice at all with this warm weather streak that we got going here.
3: Let me ask, is it, is it real slick though? Is the, is uh rain melted all the snow where a guy needs to have some, uh, some cleats on out there?
4: Yeah. Ice cleats, all the snow has gone now and the top about two, three inches is kind of soft. So, you, uh, it's not so slippery out there that you absolutely have to have ice cleats on, but ice cleats help. So you don't make sure you don't fall and hurt yourself. Um, I did the other day. Fell so on the
2: auger, but I'm. Oh right. no! Oh no! That's bad. Well, the main that's thing is the how's the auger? Yeah, how's the auger doing? <laughs> the, the jiffy held
4: up
3: well. So. <laughs> hey, uh, familiarize. Uh, you know, you got any names of lakes up in that area? Because I'm really not familiar with uh, what isn't. Is is there Elkhorn Lake up there or something? I'm I'm not familiar with
4: the area. Yeah, there's
2: one. Yeah, Crystal oh, and because- Elkhorn and. Uh-
4: yeah, we got elk we got crystal, we got little elk cart, um, and a few smaller lakes that are less than 20 acres. Um, but those, the smaller, super small lakes that are, are deep are definitely the lakes that you want to be targeting right now for big panfish. And the bigger lakes um, have been tough to get on with this warm weather, just right. because, uh, like, big elk is a super deep body water, so you can only fish the bays. So if you have private lake access that you can get onto, you have a little bit more opportunity to fish. Otherwise, you're limited to the public boat launch area, and uh, there's just a real small bay you can fish right there. So
2: Now, I know you probably don't want to give the name of it, Tyler, but uh, there's a little lake about a mile east of, of uh, Lakeland College. You know where that one is, right? Yep. Yeah, and I'm sure you don't want to give the name of that one, do you? Because that's a pretty hot little lake, isn't it?
4: It's a nice. It's a good little lake. It's kind of. A, it's an atypical kettle lake, so it's super deep. But it's really small, and it's uh, got a lot of weeds on the edges. So but kind of.
2: Fl- lot of those, lot of bluegills and crappies in that lake, and nice ones. Yep. Yeah.
4: Yep, and uh, that's those are the style lakes that I've been fishing a lot lately. Is just those they're really really deep, really small, and you kind of find on the edge of the basin areas, you find the weed edge and that's where your fish are going to be sitting. So Yeah,
2: I fished and, there with uh, Pat Kelmerton one time, and uh, I was quite impressed. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah.
4: For, for a small lake, that, that lake has a lot of, of big, uh, big fish in it. It has a huge forage base, so it keeps a really good uh, fishery all year round.
2: Okay, well, Tyler, it was great talking to you this morning. Hey, uh,
3: if someone wants to get a hold of you, what's the number to give you a call for a trip?
4: Uh, Give us a call at
2: 920-207-1212,
4: or check us out on Facebook at Wolfpack Adventures.
3: We won't ask you to start howling like a wolf, uh, like Pat (laughs) Pat and John. Our our passed away John Lehman used to start howling at the end of every call. So we'll eliminate that
2: nonsense, but thanks and good luck. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. We'll talk to you again.
6: Have a great day. YouTube yep.
2: by now yeah that's wolfpackadventures.com if you want to get a hold of those guys yeah they do everything up there they do they do the hunting stuff and everything yeah, yeah. and they they get out and do the uh Lake Michigan Lake Michigan time, inland think. lakes hunting boy they're into it yeah all right it's now time for Greg and his update and we're gonna come back to one you. hour down yeah and one to go right after this update so stay tuned for more on 1057 FM the fan